0: afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm so glad to be back. This is Janet, and I was sorry to miss the show last week. It was for a very good reason, the reason of which was that my daughter gave birth to a baby boy at the exact same time as the show. I was present for the entire labor, and the baby came out at what equivalently would be 10 minutes after the show ended, so the labor was all during the show time. That was a good reason why I couldn't be on, and it probably was for the best because the show I had planned for last week, it was very different than the one I'm doing today, and the one I'm doing today, I'm doing because of the election results, and I wanted to have a chance to talk with you all about it, and the plan for today is so huge, I'm not sure I can get to all of it, and I hope I do. It will definitely take the full two hours, and if I can't get to it in two hours, it will be continued next week as well as what I have planned for next week in any case. So we're just going to do the best we can, and I'll let you know if there's more to come as I have to end, but anyway, it will be two hours. If you can't listen for two hours, that's fine. Remember, it's always archived on my website, uh, higherselfvoice.com, or it's also archived. Of course, on Blog Talk Radio, so you can listen to the rest of it when you have a chance. In any case, it is valuable, valuable information, and today's show is extremely, extremely important. Uh, up to now, you, you all have been this whole year in 2016 for this show. You've all been in what I call sort of lightly but meaningfully, the superhero school. I don't know if all of you listened from the beginning of this year. I talked about it off and on during the beginning of the year and I related it to a dream. The superhero school was related to a dream I had when I was a child. I dreamt that I went to superhero school and I was a big fan of all those Marvel comic superheroes and Superman, of course, was my number one hero and in this dream, I was standing on a field with all the other participants in superhero school, and they were passing out the cakes. So they passed out all the cakes, and I looked to my right, and standing next to me on my right was a man who looked very much like Danny DeVito. Now, I didn't know who Danny DeVito was in that time, so it was not Danny DeVito, but somebody similar in build to him. And I remember thinking, wow, superheroes come in all sizes and shapes. And in fact, they do, we do. In any case, the dream ended at that point. But I woke up thinking, oh, yes, I really wanted to go to superhero school. It just absolutely spoke to me. And I've never forgotten the dream. And sometime at the beginning of this year, I'm in the gym and a gentleman walks in. He has a Superman T-shirt on. And I hadn't seen a Superman T-shirt probably since my son was little. And so it had been a while. And I just looked at it and I thought, oh, my gosh, Superman. And in that moment, here I am working out in the gym, the higher self come in and said to me that what I'm going to be doing is bringing, uh, opening up the information on the radio, the fifth dimensional stuff, and literally starting this superhero school online. And I'm like, oh, right, I haven't even gone. What are you talking about? And they're saying, well, you went to superhero school with Joan. You have continued your own schooling. You have practiced what you've learned. You've expanded the information. You are more than ready to bring it out to to others. And, I mean, I was very doubtful, but I went ahead and did it, as you know. Now, I haven't talked about the superhero aspect of this information for a while now, so many of you were like, what is she talking about? But all the techniques, all the information, all the higher self tools, the higher self uh, expanded viewpoints, I've been bringing to you all year. And in fact, ever since the election happened, the higher self has been coming to me every single day every time I'm out walking the whole time, they're giving the information and they're saying, okay, um, now it's getting serious. Now we've all graduated, including everyone listening to the show. We've all graduated the superhero school and it's time for us to be out in the world. And all could stay in the school and actually we will continue in a lot of ways to be in school. But the circumstances are such guys and you'll learn more about them as I go, that we need to step forward. We need to leave the quote-unquote ivory tower that sometimes when we're in a school situation, we're kind of in that ivory tower or that bubble. And we need to go out in, into the real world and help in whatever way we can. This is our destiny, guys. This is what we signed up for. This is the fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature's choice. The reason that we all volunteered to be here is to help humanities to help the four lower kingdoms in fact so as of today i'm giving everyone their graduation diploma you may feel not ready (laughs) but you are you may feel like there's too much more to learn first but you're going to learn it on the job if you're afraid to stick your neck out you can choose as many uh, choose any of so many different pathways to start out on and every single one no matter how small you think it might be is going to be helpful it's going to be effective and it's going to feel okay which will get you to the point where you open up the path that you add another path if you feel ill-equipped please keep in mind that we each and every one of us have the pure soul essence it's all we need guys so hang on because today is a very important show Today, I'm going to be giving, in essence, the graduation talk. You know, <laughs> I'm not any particular, of any particular importance, you know, I'm not a celebrity, but I am here for each and every one of you, and I'm wanting to share the higher self voice with you. Okay, so today's topic is going to be Marius in his own words. Uh, I'm going to. I was going to do it in order that we receive the information. So I was just. My plan had been that I was going to just present part one the very first time Mary's was reflected by John. Uh But I have switched. I'm only doing one small, very tiny section where he literally introduced. Himself, and then I'm moving directly to the second time he came in, because the second time directly related to what has been happening, uh, not just in, in our country, but all over the world, not just in the U.S. of A., but globally. Now, Joan reflected Marius uh, five times in all, and. Marius, by the way, well, I'll get to that in a second. So just hang on about Marius if you hadn't listened to my prior shows. It is important that you go back and listen to the show two weeks ago because that show is going to give you a lot of context. You might even want to go back and listen to it again, even if you have heard it, because this show stands on its own. Of course, every show really stands on its own. But the more context we have, the more understanding the more expansion we have toward understanding the less possibility there is to either misunderstand or misinterpret. So I do encourage everyone to listen to the show two weeks ago. I think that it was on the second. Um, yeah. November 2nd where I talked about the Christ concept and the, the evolutionary uh, Infusion of the higher heart consciousness, very important show. So again, I want to I want to recommend everybody hear it. But in any case, once we had the election, and since then, of course, many many people who, in some ways, have. Uh, more to say than I have, or just plugged in in really effective ways. They've commented on the election, the whys and the wherefores, so many different perspectives, so both sides. Everyone is trying to make sense of it. Many are in shock, many are scared, and many are elated. And the media is full of the fallout from the results on so many levels and are covering so many different elements. Today, as you probably figured, I'm I can't compete with those guys. I don't have their background, their knowledge, their their insights from where they come from and so much of it is really valuable, so much of it is helpful. But I'm here to share the higher self perspective. That's what the higher self voice is. Is it, is that's what I'm I bring to you all. So this week, and over the rest of the week, I'm on the air, I'm going to share not only what Joan reflected 30 years ago, as it's extremely relevant today, but also the additional information that the Higher South have uh, brought to me since the election. As I said, every time I went out walking once or twice a day since the election, I was just downloaded a huge amount of information, and the... I had a tremendous amount of support. Both Joan and Mariah came in to help me. And I was, you know, trying to pull it in. And then I'd get back from walking and had a hard time even finding time. because I'm helping with a baby, uh, I had a hard time finding a way to even put it down. So it is, it will come out slowly over the weeks, um, but in any case, I will share everything I can, and more will be coming in. It just it hasn't stopped, and I don't ex- expect it to. But because the show reaches globally, because it's archived, every week until the end of the year, I'm going to be doing a healing for the souls upon the planet regarding the issues that have been triggered off. And you'll understand about the triggering off issues in a bit when you hear this. And every time, just to remind you, every time somebody listens to an archive show, the healing goes out again. It empowers and enhances and adds to the effectiveness. So please don't be shy to recommend it to friends, to listen to it again, do the healing. Now, this show is so long, it's more than double in length that I usually come to the show with. So I really don't know how it's going to go, but... Hopefully, I will get to the healing. If I don't get it to it today, this will be the last week I don't get to it, but there's just so much here that I need to talk about, but but the show is so special. You guys, all the listeners are so special because we have a global group here, and every time somebody listens to the archive show, because they're asleep when it's playing live or they're at work when it's playing live or they just want to hear it again they just want to take part again we are doubling tripling, quadrupling billioning, I don't know what the term is, over and over again the healing, we are helping this world because we have the group energy and that's one of the things that the higher selves were telling me post-election to take advantage of the opportunity I have here with this wonderful radio show and so I am. <laughs> so I'm going to give a very brief review relating to the evolutionary concept of higher heart consciousness. Uh, it's very important. I have to very minimal review. My original review is going to be a lot longer, but and as I said, the show is so long, I couldn't. Um, so I don't have enough time for a good review. That's another reason why I really encourage everyone to go back and listen to the show two weeks ago on November 2nd. Okay, so what's higher heart consciousness? Well, higher heart consciousness is the highest level uh, of love attainable within the human community. It's true enlightenment at the heart level, and it encompasses the idea of loving properly all that exists, both known and unknown. And in order to love properly, each individual soul has to first learn to love themselves properly. Now, the Christed concept of evolution is the, carries this higher heart consciousness it also carries the process of transformation taking the body and transforming it while it's still alive showing, demonstrating that the body is as important as the soul we, when, when the humanities graduate into the fifth dimension they take the body with them all of the fifth dimensionals in place on the planet that carry the dual soul nature, we all have already graduated into the fifth dimension and our body is still there. It was an aspect of our soul that returned uh, when we volunteered to return to the human kingdom. So as you, okay, so Christ, as I mentioned, and I'm saying this very briefly as I talked about at length last, the last show on the second he was supposed to transform the body while alive. It didn't happen. He laid aside the body and then he resurrected and it, this had its own problems and had its own. uh, He did the best he could. It wasn't about failure. Please listen to last week's show and you will hear more about it next week because I'm going to bring you his story in his own words next week which will be the first time he came to us and he explained what i talked about two weeks ago so who was christ well he's the fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature hello guys just like all of us and many of us if not all of us have played out the christ concept on some planet (laughs) and you'll we will hear more about that too next week when he, well, actually, I think some of it comes out today, but in any case, he was a fifth dimensional. Okay. And he was the one who happened to choose to carry out the mission to demonstrate the Christ concept of higher heart consciousness and the transformation of a physical body. And his fifth dimensional name was Marius and it is his words that I'm going to be presenting today. And actually he goes in and out, Joan is giving higher self information, then he comes in and says something, and then it's sort of, it's sort of back and forth like that. So sometimes you're going to hear, because I'm actually reading it from the actual material that I've had transcribed from Joan. I'm reading it. Sometimes it says I, sometimes it says he or we Or you so understand that there's a little bit back and forth now the first show which I'm doing the next time It's all I he is giving in the whole thing. He's not jumping in in between but in any case Mario's Mario's mission was to demonstrate that we can transform the body and That it was key for graduating into the fifth dimension now that's all the review I'm going to do (laughs) much more of that is explained. If you listen to that show, I know I'm getting um, beating a dead horse here because I keep repeating myself, but I really encourage you anyway. So I am going to now read the words that Joan brought to us in 1987. That's almost 30 years ago. I'm also going to include her amalgamation she did an amalgamation at the beginning of all her groups she wasn't a healer so she didn't give information then do an amalgamation and then do a healer like i do she would bring in she would do all the amalgamation and then she would do the healing and uh, not the healing give the information So I'm going to include it here because I am very worried we will not get to a healing at the end. And I want to at least do an amalgamation because she does have us, you'll see, send out energies around the planet. So if I don't get to the healing today, that will be a help. It will also help for all of us to be in the amalgamated state when you hear Marius's and the Higher Self words. So I will briefly pause and mention that I'm moving to the second thing after the very beginning. And then at the end, after I've read the Mari's material, I will discuss it as it relates to the election results. And, you know, if I can, and if I have time, I will do a healing. If not, there'll be a mega healing next week. But in any case, you'll hear more from Mary's next week, as i mentioned, more on the election and also more on Joan herself. I, I've talked about Joan over the years, and I've just decided to give more information on Joan in in more detail next week, (coughs) because she was really a, um, a phenomenal lady, and I do think it will help you understand the source of the information a little bit better. Okay, so I want everyone to get comfortable, and this is, I am actually reading From the material, normally I paraphrase, I'm giving you the essence of the material in my own words. But this time, I'm actually reading the material, so I want you all to quiet your mind and be prepared. Okay, let's quiet our minds, and in this state of quiet, let's consciously focus our attention on the light within ourselves. the understanding that this light is a symbol of our pure soul essence let's remember in consciousness that this light symbolizes the highest most purest most perfect place of power within each individual soul and that through connecting to the symbol of light we also connect to the totality of all that exists now continue to focus your attention allowing that light to grow until you stand within the center of its power now, be, con- be conscious of the light. Be conscious of the fact you are standing within its center. And now, let us all thought project into the originating source of all energy. Amalgamate with all of our higher selves. And in this state of centeredness and amalgamation, I ask that each of us be open to receive from the highest level, to understand from the highest level to articulate and manifest from the very highest level all that is needed and necessary for us at this point in time. Now let us spend a few moments in connecting to the symbolic healing circle within the center of the room. I ask that each of you be an active participant by consciously focusing your attention on that healing circle, by consciously focusing your attention on the individuals that you are aware of where healing and balance is needed, place them in the healing circle. I further ask that, ask at this time that all souls within the totality of the human kingdom universe, where healing and balancing is needed, I ask that those souls come in, whether they be in body or whether they be disincarnate. Now, let us focus through our conscious thought the idea and concept of light and love, of and miraculous, the desire to be healed, let us focus that energy into the center of the circle. Remember that you can become a vehicle of healing simply by focusing your conscious thoughts along the lines of bringing the healing energy to those known and unknown where healing is needed and necessary, who require it and desire it. And now, let us focus our conscious thought out into the astral, remembering that the astral pattern, that in the astral pattern, there are many like yourself who have laid aside the body and now work to bring light and love into those negative astral bands. Now, let us consciously focus our thoughts of light and love out into the totality of all that exists in all levels, in all dimensions, with the understanding that what we consciously focus our thought towards receives that thought and utilizes that energy at some point in time when the soul desires to use that energy. In this respect, all healing is done at the miraculous level, instantaneously. For when those, these energies are focused toward those where healing is needed and necessary, that energy surrounds the individual and is taken in by the soul from the altered reality level to the degree that the soul will desire the energy. You do not see the demonstration of instantaneous healing in this reality as it takes the soul in some instances a long time to accept the energy and therefore to accept all of the healing. So let us continue our consciousness, our conscious, our Consciousness, our thoughts on the idea of centeredness in the true soul essence, the idea of our amalgamation, with the totality of your own higher selves. And remaining focused and centered and consciously aware, allow yourselves to open and reach toward the highest level possible in all of your dimensions. Tonight, one comes forward using the designated name of the interplanetary called Marius, and he wishes you to understand that as a point of interest, you may all be interested in the concept that he carried when he was last in body form on the planet. For Marius, as an interplanetary, carried on this planet at that time the concept of higher heart consciousness, and is known by others on this planet as Jesus. Marius... He comes forward tonight not to lay claim to any power and glory, nor to draw from you any awe or humility. He comes forward rather to correct some misconceptions that have played themselves out over the last 2,000 years, and which, because they were misunderstood, have created a tremendous burden for those of you in place at this point in time who must be part of the evolutionary movement of the infusion of the coming new age. Okay, that's the end of the part one for Marius and I'm moving on directly to part two. Much more of that will be brought out next week. Okay. This is two weeks later and it's Joan speaking again. At this point in time, Marius steps forward to address us once more. Okay, tonight, he would like to clarify and kind of extend a little bit on the information that has come through in the last two weeks. Tonight, he would like to address the idea as it pertains to the Christ and the Antichrist. Okay, first of all, he would like to address the idea that many of you are familiar with as it pertains to the inability we have many times in this reality to grasp higher and larger concepts so that when we are receiving information from ever expanding levels many times we receive the information and pull it through to the degree that we are able to articulate it and therefore to understand it so that so in areas that deal with pulling in information it is of course always pulled through and interpreted outward through the fourth dimensional mind based on the level that the fourth dimensional mind happens to be on at any given point in time. He reminds me, and this will give you a good example of what he refers to, that in some of my earlier initiation processes, which incidentally, guys, I went through all by myself. I didn't have anybody who knew anything about this. When I went through some of those visionary experiences and met for the first time my collective higher selves, who were individualized in body form as a group of entities, that I identified the group of higher selves as Jesus and the disciples. And that's true. I really did do that. That's what I thought this was all about. So at that point in time, and we're going back some 15 or 20 years which was in the late '70s or the early, late '60s or the early '70s, that's Janet speaking. At that point in time where I was concerned, I was unable to go beyond the concepts and beliefs that I held in my mind at that point. And therefore, that is how I related to that particular experience outward into my understanding of reality. This is Janet speaking. What Joan does not say here is that she did move beyond that misunderstanding by not locking into the concept and in time was able to pull in and understand the fifth dimensional expanded information as to the higher selves and the fifth dimensional uh, material. This is back to Joan's session that I'm reading from her words. He brings this as an example so that we can understand the manner in which the Christ and Antichrist has been interpreted and misunderstood. And in this understanding, help clarify for you the higher expanded understanding of what those two concepts truly mean. As you're aware, the identity referred to as Christ in the Orthodox scriptures was indeed a fifth dimensional carrying that concept into reality. And Marius reminds us that he was the identity that carried the concept and that in the overall processing of the mission, based on the level of the soul processing at the time, it came to be created with the minds of those who believe in those concepts that he was the savior who, is, who was single-handedly going to save the world from all of its sins and woes. The true concept behind, behind the idea of Christ is that of higher heart consciousness, meaning that the message was one of love as it pertains to the highest vibration and the purity of what love truly is from its highest level of divinity. This means that higher heart consciousness then could be viewed as the Christ. For it is higher heart consciousness that the individuals in this room, we were sitting in a room at the time, and in other places apart from this realm, and the humans who are able to make that kind of move forward will reach in order to stand on the planet and in this human dimension at the very highest level that is attainable in the fourth dimensional realm. The concept then of Christ and Antichrist could be viewed then as higher heart consciousness and lower heart consciousness. In the lower heart consciousness, you see the intermingling of the experienced, unremembered processing of the mystic nature of the human soul who has not fully amalgamated that animal soul part into its higher vibration, which, when complete, would then make it a purely human nature. So that the lower heart consciousness the antichrist is simply manifesting with the unfolding of humanity as they begin to reach into the higher levels of the love consciousness at its higher vibration, highest vibration. The heart is the center through which the energies must flow at the point in time. The final transformation is made with the human body into its higher counterpart part of the interplanetary body. And you will remember that this is why the body is alive and still in a state of beingness. Thus, in the lower heart consciousness, you find all of the scrambling of what is viewed as human nature, which he remembers is actually the animal-human nature commingling and experiencing. As the energy on this planet continue to move into higher, higher levels of evolutionary thrust, the souls on the planet will be will continue to be placed into higher and higher levels of this evolutionary vibration. When this condition begins to process at very intense levels, as it's now doing and will continue to do, becoming more and more intense, as the energy speeds up this lower heart consciousness, it will literally appear to be doing battle with a higher heart consciousness of the soul. As you are aware, when the cleansing process begins and the altered realities begin to present themselves for disposal through the process of the soul mind detoxification, many times, as an altered reality and many times, an altered reality and the emotional imprints that have gone into the makeup of the altered reality, there is a tendency on the part of those who are unaware that this process is happening to allow that altered reality to live in the now so that many of the altered realities that would naturally process and clean out through the soul mind detox are in effect being caught and held in the reality of the individual who is processing. And it, this creates a tremendous amount of overt outward lower heart consciousness on the part of the individual or individual who have held on to the altered realities, for they are not knowledgeable about how this particular pattern should work at this level, the higher heart consciousness, which is part of the process of the evolutionary pattern because it's being stimulated by the evolutionary speed up of the planet itself. It begins to create symbolically what could be seen as a light that shines on this lower heart consciousness. It is the lower heart consciousness that responds in the manner of fighting, or is the lower heart consciousness that all the individual knows and relates to is placed. It becomes difficult then for an individual or a group of individuals who are being processed in an unconscious manner to interpret many times the signals that are now being received from the higher heart consciousness. And as the re- individual relates only, oh my gosh. Just one sec. And as the individual relates only to the time-space dimension that the individual happens to be in and is only able to interpret the message based on this limited tunnel vision, it causes the individual many times to literally go into battle with a higher heart consciousness in an attempt to maintain the status quo. This does not mean that the individual who is doing battle, battle literally one-on-one within the South. This does not mean that the individual is messing up or doing anything wrong. It simply means that the individual is receiving the benefit of the evolutionary speed-up of the higher heart consciousness, even though the individual at the lower heart consciousness level would not be fully aware of what is happening. Keep in mind that as fifth dimensionals in human facade form, we also carry the fourth dimensional facade soul mind. And as a result of that, the lower heart consciousness resides within the fourth dimensional frame of reference based on our processing over eons of time in the human kingdom universe. So that in understanding the idea of higher heart consciousness, it is important to be very open to the higher messages that are coming through. It will allow you more easily to rid yourself of this lower heart consciousness, the Antichrist in its collective totality, it will more easily allow you to rid yourself of that and as a result of that, then to be able to reach into your human facade pattern toward that higher heart consciousness. This does not mean that as fifth dimensional, you have reached that place. You all have reached that place on more than one, one occasion. Initially, strike that. This does not mean that it's fifth dimensional, that you have not reached that place. You all have reached that place on more than one occasion. Initially, when you move from the fourth dimensional realm into the fifth dimensional realm. And there have been many other occasions on many other planetary systems where you have processed once more at the facade level that connection to the higher heart consciousness. It means simply that the fourth, in the fourth dimensional realm, you do carry the fourth dimensional vibration within that soul mind, and that carries this lower heart consciousness. So that in the, quote, second coming, unquote, where the Christ and the Antichrist do battle with each other. We wish you to understand this is not one being against Another being. It is literally a battle within, for the most part, of each individual who is striving toward keeping up with this evolutionary speed of the planet. A mother planet, as you know, always takes care of its own. And as this evolutionary rate of speed moves up, it reaches and touches souls upon the planet. As this is what the evolutionary thrust. Is all about, so that understanding the idea beto- behind the Christ slash Antichrist, it gives you a much broader perspective within which to work, to understand not only some of the battles that you might go through, but the battles that other people might go through. It is wise, and you've been reminded of this on more than one occasion. It is wise to remain as non-judgmental about yourself and about others as you go through the process so that you do not erect and create additional obstacles for yourself in getting through some of these so-called battles. For each individual is to know that every single thing that you process or every single thing that you do is absolutely right and correct as far as the soul is concerned, or you would not be doing it or processing it. So that if you adopt a different perspective about the experiences that you go through, about the tricks that you lay upon yourself, about the inner battles that you might process between the lower heart consciousness and the higher heart consciousness, if you simply move through that with the understanding that you are coming truly to a higher level of understanding about higher heart consciousness, you will then be able to move and process more effectively, more efficiently, and more easily. Additionally, you have the benefit of knowing how to work with and correct your altered realities so that in working your thought form body, you can greatly assist yourself going in by going in. Additionally, they would remind us that, as Marius has suggested, working with the four fields of energy around this planet, individually and collectively as a group, will greatly assist in freeing the souls upon the planet so that they can move, can more easily, and, and in a state of purity, move through their own processing. There are many different levels of mentalities, as you well know, on any given planet, on any given point in time. In coming in, coming in as individuals to be present on this planet at this point in time, even though the mentalities of the humanities at large do not, to be, do not appear to be of a very evolved quality. And in some instances, there may have been questions as to whether or not you would be able to completely fulfill or to bring humanities that which is needed and necessary. It is important to know that these level of mentalities, as the energies are clearing and cleansing and processing, will leave in place those souls that are able to move from one level to another, and ones that are able to relate to this frequency of evolutionary movement. So, the humanities at large are processing at whatever la- la- level they are able to process and are eating, in quotes, at whatever table they desire to eat from, taking what the soul desires as from the experience of that particular soul. This means that when this collective processing of clearing has taken place, there are souls that will be unable to move any further through the evolutionary energy of the planet, and they will lay aside the body and incarnate in another system more in keeping with their own evolutionary rate of speed. So it is not the totality of the humanities on the planet that will make a giant step forward from the fourth dimensional into the fifth dimensional realm. But it is important to understand that each soul on this planet is here in order to take as much of the evolutionary energy that the soul can handle before continuing its process into higher levels at its own evolutionary speed. So as this conglomeration of various energies play themselves out, it will appear to many of you when you look out onto the world at large that there has been a tremendous breakdown in areas that deal with what we would view as higher heart consciousness. In scripture, it speaks about brother against brother, neighbor against neighbor. You will see many different kinds of bizarre behavior, which is literally, which literally is the battle within the Christ and Antichrist as the collective humanities begin to process and to attempt to break through into higher levels of understanding based on this lower heart consciousness as the higher heart consciousness attempts to interpenetrate and bring light into the lower heart consciousness nature so that you have no need to fear that there is some giant being who is a tool of quote unquote satan who is going to fool the world and take over power for there there are some playing out of that lower heart consciousness level who would take over and rule the world in many different nations at many different levels of power and there are many like you who are already in place quote unquote the second coming collectively who are going through your own unconscious awakening in order to stand as the higher heart consciousness in the infusion of the evolutionary concept of the new age It is important as you begin to tap into higher and higher levels of this unconscious awakening to attempt to become more conscious of the fact that you are unconsciously awakening. And by becoming conscious of that, to understand that when you are receiving ideas and concepts that you must stand in the center and allow those ideas and concepts to present themselves to you with the understanding that many times the only word you can find to articulate This higher idea or concept may not be the word that you use down the line as you become more and more acclimated and more and more expanded toward drawing it in. Just as with the idea of the Christ and the Antichrist, the concept of unity and humanhood and peace and reverence and respect for all life, life, that is the message that was brought by Marius. It was the body and the idea of Christ which was created in the image of what others thought and believed the message to be. So it's important, particularly with all the schisms of energies that take place in the next many years, it's important to remember very centered within your own, to remain very centered within your own vibration, allowing the higher message to come through with the willingness to continue to expand and grow within these higher levels of information so that you don't lock down concepts and crystallize them into beliefs that are set into concrete. In closing, Marius reminds us that we must ever keep in mind that the reason that truth does not exist is because moment to moment truth evolves and expands and becomes something different. Therefore, when you sit down to bring forth higher levels of information, it is important to understand you are focusing it through your own fourth-dimensional tapes. And with that understanding, you will be able to allow yourself the room to grow without locking down a concept and making that concept a hard core crystallized prison of belief. We've always promoted the idea within this group that you neither believe nor disbelieve but stand within the center and allow the information to flow. You will be those who are standing in that place to shower the energy of higher heart consciousness, for it is that level of energy that must be brought to this planet, to the souls upon the planet, in order that those who can make the move from the fourth to the fifth have the benefit of the process, which is presented by those of you who carry the higher fifth dimensional vibration, which is not to say that you are better than. Marius indicates that really about the only thing kneeling will get for you is sore knees, for they have never desired to be viewed as idols or masters or anything of that sort. So it's important for you to make this commitment to yourself that as you bring forth the information, does this really mean, okay, this is Joan saying, does this really, okay. But she she's saying, so it's really important for you to make this commitment to yourself that as you bring forth this information, and then she, Joan, asked the question, does this really mean they're going to start getting things more clearly? Yes. They say, if we will spend the time to process. Okay, what does that mean? What are you saying here is that you all are waking, awakening unconsciously. So you're getting it, whether you're conscious of it or not. But as you know, if you sit and spend time with it in a state of consciousness, then you will be able to clearly define and see. Yes, I'm getting something. This is something I never heard before. This is a concept I'm not familiar with. But it does become important in doing this not to label it. You want to give us an. Okay, she's saying you want to give us an example. Okay, and the example they're bringing in is this. He talks about the idea of aspects of the originating source of all energy. So that that the aspect of the originating source, love energy, created the mother planets and the solar systems that carry the that inner soul, pure soul essence. And that in many instances, when someone would be receiving information about aspects the originating source energy it would be easy for them to see it from their soul mind limited soul mind as many different gods if you continue to move with it and not lock it down because remember god has many connotations and the idea of god and the astral is one that is very heavy duty and full of all kinds of negative influences that have been created by the thoughts of humanity So when you're getting a higher concept and you've never heard anything like it, an aspect of energy from the originating source, as it moves through the fourth dimensional quote unquote takes, it would be easy to play them out and say, that this is God, or that is God, or this is a God. So it's important not to lock down into terminology, to try to go beyond the terminology into the purity of the information that is flowing forth. In closing, again, Marias asks us to be very diligent about working with the four fields of energy on the planet. He would also let you know that because you have chosen to be here on the planet at this point in time, Each of you are standing much closer to that evolutionary thrust forward of the entire evolutionary movement. Okay, that was a mouthful. You can see why I paraphrase much of the information. You are hearing the the wording and the verbiage really from Joan's mouth for the first time, unless you're one that's ordered. I have some of Joan's tapes, the original tapes and you're hearing the the words. They are more easily absorbed, I think, when they're paraphrased. For me, we I went through week after week, and I was able to take in and absorb more and more of the wording as you get more and more ex, exper, uh, experience with it. But my heart goes out to you guys because I do understand that that's pretty complex. And as I was reading it again, I see that I probably could have left out some of it because it wasn't as directly related to the election as the Christ-Antichrist information, the higher heart consciousness and the lower heart consciousness. But in any case, you heard the whole thing because you know, I had, (laughs) I had a lot to put together and I kept changing things and, well, maybe this is necessary, maybe that isn't. And then I go back and say, oh, yes, something. It was, I, I did a lot of work preparing for today, but I can see that maybe some of that latter part I could have left out and presented next week. In any case, I know it's hard if you get a chance to listen again, because now I really want to move to the place of how this information that Mariah's talked about, this awakening process how it relates to the election i think many of you as you were listening to it probably got glimpses were saying to yourself aha i understand there's a lot of awakening going on at this unconscious level and because so few of us are really understanding what is going on that the higher heart consciousness energy is growing and bringing the light and triggering off the lower consciousness energy We don't understand what's going on. And what we do is we hold on. So, uh, I think you understood something very basic here. I want to go through and explain it a little bit further, a little bit more detail for you all. And then I will go and and do a healing, uh, but I want you to be really clear. I am relating this to our election simply because I live in U.S. and it's a big topic all around the world. In fact, it isn't just us that are going through the uh, emotional upheavals and confusions and a lot of things about the healing uh, about the election. It's going on all over the world. That there's just this confusion everywhere because of course what happens in the u.s is pretty big news in much of the world so but it is also this awakening is happening everywhere and i want you to be really clear on that and i'm being the information is general because yes it applies to this to to the u.s but it also applies around the world so those of you and i know there are many that listen from around the world you, you will see in your own countries, your own neighborhoods, your own communities, your own societies or cultures, you're going to see evidence of this everywhere, within your own families, within yourself. So this information, even though the election prompted me to move into this field and to jump ahead a, um, a, a few weeks, <laughs> in essence, I, it's, it's relevant to everyone. Okay, the humanities and the fifth dimensional carrying this fourth dimensional facade of human soul are going through this unconscious awakening. This higher heart conscious energy is triggering off the lower heart conscien- consciousness energy that we hold in our energetic baggage. We are all experiencing it, and when we do it without consciousness, it makes it much more difficult as fifth dimensional volunteering, carrying the dual soul nature, we've been to so many, we've had so many different, we've all not just, all, you know, the humanities and fifth dimensionals. we've had so many difficult lives and we have played them out in individual ways that so much pain, suffering, fear, hatred, blame, anger, sadness. I mean, so many of these things are carried in that energetic baggage, whether we are, still part of humanities or whether we carrying the dual film nature, we both have it and they've been triggered pre-election, post-election. They've been triggered being in a state of being triggered for decades now. Now, so it's clear that fifth dimensional carrying the dual film nature are not immune to this process, not at all. As I said, we've all been around. We've been carrying this human facade soul for eons of time, and we've taken on all sorts of beliefs and emotional baggage. So we too are being awakened. We have a bit of an advantage in that we've been through this process more than before, more than once. We have unremembered remembrances as to how it worked. We also perhaps are uh, more apt to have a spiritual focus, Uh more open to expanded information, but not necessarily, but in general, perhaps more apt. But we have chosen to have many lives where we have, even in this life where we've been born into poverty, suffering extreme difficulties, both to heal ourselves and to bring the light to those in those particular areas. So let me be really clear that we also have a tremendous amount of energetic baggage that is being triggered by the higher heart consciousness energy. So again, we're not immune. But by being open, because we and also because we carry some deeper wisdom, both at the human level and also at the true soul essence level, that fifth dimensional level, if we cooperate with the energies, we facilitate the assimilation of the higher frequencies, and the this will be discussed more next week. The um, the difficulties of assimilating the higher frequencies that we we go through. In any case, it keep in mind it's happening within each and every individual. But in today's world, because of the internet, because of the global connections we all have. We see mass patterns where people with like issues being triggered join together. So we see large movements, large areas of agreement in certain populaces or whatever. And what's happened? This has created a lot of polarization in the world. Now, again, because I speak of it the U.S., of course, but it's rampant around the globe. Polarization is rampant. Other places um, may not seem as relevant or important or significant to us because we're slightly disconnected. We're very connected because we live in the U.S., but it is not just an American phenomenon, so I have to emphasize that again. Here it's more or less along the lines of Republican Democrat, but you, you all could name many other polar opposites. But, and as a result, you can see that it isn't just one thing. If we look dif- deeper and we look at the issues underneath, the, the polar opposites are really varied. And we see that each side has their viewpoint, their beliefs, their perspectives, and they feel right, justified, and equally upset as to the other side. Both sides feel their beliefs are valid and both sides feel the other side's beliefs are not. (laughs) So here we have the polarity situation. And you've heard me talk about polarities often, how we live in a world of opposites, up, down, good, bad, right, wrong. And unfortunately, when you have polar opposites, we live in a world of conflict. We live in a world of doing battle. So the higher heart consciousness Versus the lower heart consciousness The Christ and the Antichrist There is these polar opposites And it plays out As if there's a battle The lower heart consciousness Wants the status quo And it fights the higher Heart consciousness energy Especially because it's unaware Of what's going on So what's happened is that Within each of us The inner battle of in- individuals it Because there's this mass pattern going on, we, we see the battle actually manifested in the outer reality. And, you know, here, as I said, it's Republican versus Democrat or progressive versus conservative or, you know, whatever you want to name it, it doesn't matter. There's a battle going on because we are processing at, at the mass level and the inner battles are ones that are trying to jar loose the belief systems that we carry at the lower heart consciousness level to make way for the expanded perceptions. However, we don't understand this for the most part. We don't understand what is happening. We don't understand that it's the lower heart consciousness that's being triggered and those feelings of fear and hatred and anger, whatever you want to call it. We don't understand that we just simply need to release those, neutralize them, and that we will be moved into uh, closer and closer to higher and higher levels of this higher heart consciousness energy. That's actually the goal of all human evolution. But instead, instead of just allowing these things to process and release, We and, and to see that this process is a good thing because it's bringing us into more expanded levels of energy. We what we do is we look outside of ourselves to what's causing these difficult emotions. So, let's just as an example talk about fear. We are afraid. It doesn't matter what side you're on. There's fear on both sides, okay? So we are afraid. We look to the outside and decide, okay, well, we're afraid of that, so that's to blame for our fear. That's something that scares me, whatever that is. And we give the power, our power, to that thing. So our goal then becomes to get rid of that thing. Getting rid of what's causing our fear becomes our goal, becomes the answer to the fear. So, for example, if we're scared of the Muslim terrorists, and if we don't know which Muslims are terrorists, but we suspect some of them are, and but we don't know which ones aren't, the logic goes, well, in order to get rid of our fear, we simply need to keep all the Muslims out of the country. No more Muslims, no more fear. And we will then be safe. Okay? So this is what happens. We move into the big releases. And I'm giving fears just an example. But there's hatred. There's rage. There's devastation. There's discouragement. There's doubt. There's shame. I mean, there's just all of these things are being triggered. But because we don't understand the process, we lock into the emotion and we look outward to blame something for the emotion and that's the answer that becomes our goal to whatever it is that we blame it might be uh doesn't matter what it is because there's many different types of fears out there and we all carry it so then we move to blame and we have to get rid of that thing okay but remember our belief systems our fears, our emotional blueprints are based then on eons of lives where we've been taking, taking in so many misunderstandings, so many misconceptions, but they're the ones that are holding us stuck. What we are really doing by holding on to them is that we go into the knee-jerk reaction to automatically give in to the fear. We give it power. We blame something outside of ourselves as being at fault, et cetera, et cetera. And we then hold on to that polar viewpoint, that perspective, that we're right, are, are, whatever our perspectives are, are valid, et cetera, et cetera. We dig in our heels, okay? So what we do is that we hold on to those perspectives because we're not properly dealing with the Things that have been triggered and are being brought up by the awakening of the higher heart consciousness, penetrating the lower heart consciousness. And so we are dealing out of this place where we give our power over to what is being awakened, the fear, the doubt, the anger, the hatred, whatever it is. It is we lock into that and then we say, "Okay, the solution is we got to get rid of what's causing it. And so we go outward and we bring the battle outside. It's not just an inner battle anymore. It's the battle in the outside and it manifests in the outer reality. Okay. So that's one thing that's going on is the polarization of the attitudes and the beliefs from the energetic baggage that is being triggered off. Another thing that's going on, another thing that's being triggered is the part of humanity that carry the elements of the animal nature still okay now the five fifth dimensionals that are here do not carry the animal nature in fact because when the facade soul was taken on when we all returned carrying the true soul essence that fifth dimensional aspect ourselves that that now have the facade soul uh living out in the human kingdom the human soul, the human soul that we took on was already at the highest level of human uh, frequency. It was carrying the purity of the human natures, no longer had the animal nature as part of it. However, we have spent many a lifetime in cultures and societies and parts of the world on this planet and on many different planets that with with humanities that did carry that, still carried that human nature. And we took on many of the belief systems, many of the viewpoints of the cultures and societies that we took place in. So we went to these societies in order to spread the light to bring the higher level of expansion. But we have, we lived and breathed in those societies. So, yes, we took on many issues many belief systems that were present so we too have to deal with the belief systems related to the animal nature even though we don't have the animal nature is still part of us at the human soul level let me give you an example okay in animal societies there's a very real issue of territory You all know this. I mean, there's enough out there on the Internet, and you've seen enough nature shows, you've probably read enough books, or you live in the natural world in some way, and you know about this, that territory is very important in the animal world. You have in the cat, big cats, they mark their territory, many animals mark their territory, keeping out the encroaching other cats, because the territory they have means they have food to eat, they have they don't have someone encro- encro- encroaching on their resources of food or taking their, uh, the females, for example. So the intruder is fought and chased away. There's battles, there's fights. It's very common in many levels of the more advanced animal kingdom. But the animal is on instinctive will, guys. When we move into humanity, we're now in free will. And we bring with us the animal nature. So, and ter- the territoriality of the animal comes right in with us. We see others as encroaching on our resources, on our system. You've all heard this viewpoint. It is expressed everywhere around the world. Countries don't want to take in refugees because it's going to drain their, res- their, their resources we don't want to take in immigrants we are worried about undocumented workers or undocumented immigrants you know whatever we have fears of this territorial nature is very prevalent in a lot of our fears and it doesn't make it wrong or bad this is i'm just simply giving you an example of how the animal nature when it isn't fully cleared from the, the lower heart consciousness element, the energetic baggage that we all carry, whether we're carrying it just at the belief level or whether we actually still incorporating, we're still uh, part of the human community and we still have the animal nature within, it's normal, it's natural, it's part of the process. So, what happens is this territoriality, which is just one example, becomes part of what is being triggered and released. This animal nature, and I just used ter- territoriality as one example, but another example, for example, is the difference between male and female. In many animal societies, the male is the big, strong one, and the female is and, and dominant, and the female is not dominant. This is another issue, another part of the animal nature that we are in process of clearing and bringing in, and we've been clearing it for a long time. It's not just now, but finally the women got to vote, and uh, more and more women are getting paid the same as their male counterparts, even though we haven't done 100% of that. The things for women's equality are coming into more and more into play, or at least they have been up to this point. So the point being that there are many elements of the animal nature that are being triggered, released, and being brought into a state of a higher frequency. So, Okay. What we don't see when we carry in the, either the animalistic nature or the belief systems associated with it, no matter what it is, we tend to go into the polar extreme of where these new people, the new uh, immigrants, whatever, that they're encroaching upon us, that we're, they're using up our resources. And what's difficult for us to see and where the fear comes in because we have so much fear is we don't don't see right away that they bring in new ideas, new perspectives, new energy. And there's actually a lot that they add to the society. We don't see, or we don't acknowledge, or we don't accept in some way. Even if we can see some of the positive, we see the negative greatly outweighing the positive. And so we get stuck again in an extreme viewpoint and instead of being in the center which i will get to in a second now evolutionarily the process for humans is to purify the soul nature and to move the human nature into its purity to see the value and worth in all life to respect and excuse me and accept all life to love and care for all life ourselves and each other It's not that we all need to be the same or that we all need to believe the same thing or follow one certain path. It's to truly accept all there is from the heart center. And when we can do that, we've moved fully into the highest level of higher heart consciousness. Okay? Now, what's happening? Another thing. This is the third thing I want to discuss. With the awakening that's been going on, it's intensified and the energies are moving forward so fast. There are many that are, quote, digging in their heels. And what this means is at the soul level, they're saying it's enough. I can't deal with any more change. I'm not ready to take in uh, that higher frequency. The intensity is stressing me out. Now, this is the soul level. It's not that people are thinking this consciously. The intensity is, stri- is stressing me out. The changes are not what I signed up for. This isn't the life I wanted. And this is happening within so many individual souls. And when it's happening enough, in enough individual souls, what we get is a conglomerate of souls Uh, that are digging in their feet and it creates what the higher self call a schism of energy in essence the digging in of the feet creates a barrier to the flow so to speak of the evolutionary thrust of the higher heart consciousness energy the flow does not stop okay I want to be really clear on that this is not about stopping the flow but the barriers The resistance creates problems with the flow. It can't flow as easily and effortlessly. It has to negotiate corners, find other routes. And the flow looks as if it's becoming more uh, chaotic. And we see this in our outer reality. Now, I've been through one of these schisms before. In the late 80s, the early 90s, the higher self through Joan, began to explain the that this type of schism of energies that was happening with the humanities because they were digging in their heels and resisting the flow. And it was amazing what happened. In our group, many of us were moving well into the destiny pattern. We were moving with the energies. And when the schism moved into place, many of us stopped Moving forward, healers stop healing altogether or downsize while taking on a, quote, unquote, more standard type of job. I can give you myself as a very good example. I was working really hard on my catalytic art and was doing several shows a year, and I was selling quite well. And when the schism came in, and I didn't, none of us understood, we, we had the facts. We had the information about the schism. We didn't have the experience to understand how it affects us. And at some point, I decided to stop doing my art. I stopped completely my catalytic art, which I don't talk about much, but trust me, it's going to come back into my discussion in the in the 2017. But in any case, I decided to do more secure work. at this point, I did have two children as a single parent and so i stopped doing my artwork completely at that time and i went into my the accounting field i started my own business never occurred to me had anything to do with the schism many people moved out of joan's group now joan was no longer in town at this point she was she'd come in town once or twice or three times a year to do readings but she wasn't giving classes maybe once or twice a year when three times when she came into town, she would do uh, readings or maybe a group session. Um, but many of us in the group, most of the people in the group just disappeared out of the group. There were a few of us that kept doing the work. And I happened to be one of them, and there were several others at the time. And but again, we didn't connect the schism with what was happening to the group in hindsight well not even in hindsight with the current schism the higher self is one of the things the higher selves were telling me while I was gone this past week and a half they explained that there's another schism going on we had and they they re- connected it to what happened to the group we didn't see the connection back then it was like this big aha moment I went oh that's what schisms do so but now i'm aware of what schisms can do and i'm sharing it with you because it's important that we don't quote unquote disband that we don't stop what we're doing that we don't stop using the exercises and the tools and the techniques that whatever you're doing in your own destiny pattern whether you're a writer or an artist or a uh, you work in a company and you're bringing some expanded concept of how to, you know, treat others, Uh, whatever it is you're doing, I want to encourage you all not to stop, not to leave the work. And because now we're we're aware of what the effects are of a schism, and we want to head those effects off of the past, don't you know? We don't want to put aside the work. In fact, the old schism did heal on its own. I didn't know at the time to work on it. It's one of the things we're going to be working on when we do healing. We did move out of the schism, and we did move forward, and we've made a lot of progress in the last decade. But the current schism is saying no to the current progress and saying we're not ready. Now, again, this doesn't make anybody bad, evil, stupid, irresponsible, ridiculous, silly, anything. It may look like we're going backwards, but we are not. It's our perception. It means simply that there is resistance, that there is fear, that there is discomfort, and there is unhappiness. The appearance of going backwards or the appearance that people are stupid or irresponsible or whatever you want to, whatever words you hear or you use or you think, um, it is it's just part of our belief system. It's part of what we see through that mind level. It's only an appearance because things do not move backwards. There's just this resistance in place. The process we're in, in fact, is a good one, and I have to emphasize it. We are here because we need to heal, to balance, and to neutralize those things that are really holding us stuck. It's a huge opportunity, and because this process is, help, is, is the awakening. That's what the process is. And if we didn't have it, we wouldn't consciously realize, we wouldn't be awakened, and we would be kind of meandering along, but we do have the process. We can't help but have the process. And now we are much more conscious about what's going underneath. We, with consciousness, we can deal with it. We can facilitate the healing of the schism, the healing of the individuals. We can effectively facilitate the evolutionary process of the humanity. That's what we're here for, guys. Now, the interesting thing before I go on, because my next section is, so what do we do? (laughs) But before we go on, it's very interesting because... About a month or two ago, and I haven't mentioned it before on the, on the show, I had decided to not do the show for the first few months of 2017, and the decision was made based on the fact that I'm shifting gears and moving into another kind of arena, and the show takes a lot of my time. Doing this show, for example, easily took four full days of my, you know, four four or five eight-hour days of my life. So it was a show. These shows, I do put a lot of heart and soul into. I do a lot of research. I go out. I walk. I get information from the higher selves. I put everything together, and I do the best I can for you guys. Almost never do I reach the bar of perfection that I carry with me. But luckily, you guys don't know what that bar is. And so what you think of it, whatever you think. But I do the best job I can. And because I'm going into a new arena, I was thinking I don't have time to spend. Now, not every show takes that many days, but I would say at least two days each show. So I was thinking that would free up time so I can put my new focus of attention elsewhere. But I am going to rethink it myself. Uh, because of the information I just gave you about the schism, I don't want that decision to be coming because of some uh, effect from the schism, so I will rethink it. Uh, in any case, I did want to at least let you know that my thought was just to um, move through and finish the, you know, out this year doing a show as many weeks as I can. I am going back to Houston for three weeks. I'm going to be doing my show Uh, While I'm there but I think one of the days At least I'm traveling I may be Able to pre-tape a show I don't know Um, But in any case I am going To rethink that decision and I will Let you know Okay Just so you know one of the things I want to do is write a book well if I'm spending Two days writing my show that's two days I'm not writing my book it's a lot of Writing and It's just Anyway, I just want you to know it was all for good reason. So I have to really do some inner work to see because I didn't connect my decision because it was made a month or two ago and I didn't connect it with this until right now. Anyway, so let's go on. We're moving forward. So what do we do? Okay. We understand now what's happening. The evolutionary thrust is intensifying the higher consciousness or the Christ energy, uh, bringing to uh, intensifying, it's bringing its light into actively moving into the lower heart consciousness or the antichrist consciousness. You know, I, I use those words simply because Marius used them, but, but really I, until I reread all this information a few weeks ago, I literally never thought of it. I always thought of it as higher heart consciousness and lower heart consciousness, but I want you to understand that's what's going on. And the awakening process is a difficult one, but it is an important process. It is not one to disparage or be frustrated by. It's there because it's needed. It's there because it's going to lead us, so to speak, into uh, a new place, higher frequencies. Not all of the humanities are going to be able to go to the highest level, but any bit of uh, higher energy they take in and utilize is helping their evolutionary process. Now, we see the effect of this polarization uh, in the U.S., we see the effect around the world, but again, I'm speaking mostly about the U.S. We see the difficulties, we see the quote-unquote battles, we see the issues. The, the the great news is there isn't, hasn't been a coup, okay? The The process has gone relatively peacefully, uh, not that it hasn't been protested, not that there are, not you know, people tearing their hair out uh, on one side and people who are related on another side, it doesn't mean that there aren't issues, that there aren't difficulties. Yes, there are difficulties. There are very real difficulties that this awakening, this polarization has brought to us. And it is those difficulties that we need to address. We are not, as you know, we are not moving into a situation where I am going to have a, do the work simply on One side I don't I never do It's all of us are equal All of us are going through the same process All of us are manifesting it in our own way And all of us are standing For the most part in these polar places One extreme or the other Thinking we're right and the other person is wrong And that tunnel vision Keeps us from moving To the center of understanding Moving to the center where we can communicate We can uh, Adjust the awakening so what are we going to do well what we want to do is we want our choices to open up okay we want to get off not just us on the show but for every all of us all the humanities we want to get off the automatic pilot of our energetic baggage we want to move off the polar opposite where we so we can move into a place of balance so if you picture a pendulum that swings from one side to another the each point where it stops and reverses its motion is a polar extreme so you have the pendulum moving back and forth from one polar extreme to the other with each swing it also moves through the middle point the middle point is the place of balance And when the pendulum eventually stops swinging, it rests in the center. And this is the point we want to reach, the point of balance, the point of centeredness. When we're not doing battle, we're not in conflict, we are instead understanding and respecting everyone and even understanding that the situation doesn't have to be either or, right and wrong, good and bad. We want to move to the place where we can see all the perspectives, the higher, the helicopter viewpoint, so to speak. And you've heard me talk about it a lot, where those on a freeway, driving on a freeway, we can't see that 10 miles ahead, there's a huge pileup and we're about to be held up in traffic for hours. But the helicopter above sees not only the pileup, but sees all the exit ramps that are needed to for the drivers to take off so they can avoid that. We want the helicopter viewpoint. And and while we're being held down on the freeway or on one of those polar extremes, we are only going to be able to see it from our own perspective. And then when we get to the pileup on the freeway, it's devastating. We're freaking out. We're going to be late for whatever. We're going to miss this out of the other We are angry, we are frustrated, we are upset, and it causes all this emotional upheaval. So being in the helicopter is a much calmer, much better place. There's more choice, there's more options, there's more solutions. Okay. What do we do? Well, first of all, I have seen on the Internet many people out there that are approaching this post-election with great insight and very reasoned ideas. Uh, I am certainly not the only one. I'm one of many. And I do want to just remind you that I am bringing the higher self perspective. And it doesn't mean that what others offer is not helpful. Others are dealing with the real world. Mine is more theoretical in a way and more, philosophical more explaining the overview i am going to give you techniques and we're going to do some stuff in the healing it's it's different but it's not about it's the only thing doesn't mean that anybody else what they say if you resonate to it go for it it simply means that there are choices it means that we're fortunate to have a lot of choices And it isn't about choosing one thing. And what I love about the higher self work is that it is not exclusive at all. It is totally inclusive. And it works well with every other approach. So I'm giving you one little piece of the puzzle. And um, I think it helps literally with everything. So what do they recommend? Well, okay. First of all, one of the first things we need to do, and I've said this often, is we have to work on ourselves. We're a world made up of individuals. To help others, we have to start with our own beliefs, our own perspectives, our own fears, our own justifications. We need to begin to work on neutralizing those things and to understand not to berate ourselves, not to blame ourselves, but just to simply understand that these things have built up over time, and they cloud our vision, and they cloud our perspectives. But today is a very different place than we've lived ever before because of the evolutionary thrust. Today we have expanded viewpoints, expanded acceptance, expanded options. Reason, in fact, did not go out the door, even if it seems like it has. Reason is just hanging back, watching what's going on, testing the lay of the land, And moving into a more awakened point of view. So, please understand, reason still exists. Okay, but we find ourselves locked into polar belief systems. We need to recognize that, understand it as best we can. And of course neutralize it So we want, you know, we're working on ourselves Our own fears, our own beliefs We want to uh, work on all of those things We want to, uh, we also want to work on resistance to neutralizing our beliefs Now, I want to explain I have, this has come up in I just don't remember on what healings Or if any of you ever heard the healings on the show But it comes up on myself and on others Often when I go to heal a pattern, the person consciously may be absolutely ready to go. Yeah, I really want to go. I really want to heal this. But on the soul level, there can be resistance. And what I see often is the resistance is because they are afraid if they neutralize their belief system, which is on one polar side, that they automatically will become the other extreme. So let me give you an example. Uh, I've worked on people who are very self-sacrificing. They're, they self-sacrifice to the point where they don't take care of themselves. They let themselves go in many ways. They get health problems. They have problems with their family, whatever, because they're so busy giving to others. So at the soul level, the the idea is the fear. Well, if I neutralize my self-sacrificing pattern, all that it gives to me, all the good feelings it gives to me, all the, the validation it gives to me, that I'm going to go to the other extreme and I'm going to be a completely selfish creep and not help anybody but myself. But in fact, neutralizing the self-sacrifice pattern, this is just an example, is not that at all. It is about we don't, we don't go to the other extreme. What we're doing is we're neutralizing the knee-jerk, automatic pilot way of thinking and doing and believing that we have to do this. We actually open our eyes to other viewpoints, other solutions, other opportunities. We don't change the giving nature that we carry, but we understand that giving to others cannot be at the expense of ourselves. So, that's the point it brings us off the extreme of self-sacrifice that polar extreme of self-sacrifice versus the other polar extreme of just always being doing for ourselves not caring about anybody else it brings us to the balance of understanding that taking care of means taking care of the self as well and not to do uh helping others at the expense of yourself so that's the the reality of neutralizing polar beliefs but it's difficult at the soul level so, so sometimes what i do is i start and i simply work on that fear the fear that creates the resistance that the fear that i'm going to go to the polar extreme um but really what it's doing is it's just neutralizing as i said that automatic pilot that knee-jerk reaction to sacrifice ourselves every chance we get and that's what we want to neutralize doesn't neutralize the giving nature. Okay? So that's an example. Okay. Two, we're part of this radio show, as I spoke of early, and we have an automatic group now. And we can use that to help the, all the individuals on the planet, ourselves and all the humanity. We can work to heal the schisms we can work to uh, heal the astral because I haven't talked a lot about the astral today, but, but Marius did bring the astral up. He talked about what's in place in the astral and I have before, and I talk about it, I believe in the show two weeks ago, Uh, the astral is so essential for us to be working on. So in the healings that we do, we are definitely going to be working on the astral and we can supply a huge amount of light and help to the astral because we're a group now you can do it too individually and that is never wasted but because i have the show once a week um, the higher south has indicated very strongly that we in all the healings i do we will be addressing the astral as well we will also be working on all the lower heart consciousness issues uh all the things known and unknown that are being triggered by the higher heart consciousness because everybody who is on these polar opposites, they're there for different reasons. Remember the group, the, the conglomerate group, so to speak, that's sitting on one side of the coin or the other is made up of individuals. And individually, they're thinking, believing, having different things being triggered, but they fall into one group more than another. And so you have this great variety within these two fields. Uh, And and I think everybody knows that. I don't think everybody who voted for Trump are all bigots. I don't think everybody who voted for Trump are all gun-toting people who want to, um, you know, have everybody have guns. I don't think everybody who voted for Trump wants to keep all the immigrants out we tend to generalize we tend to to paint the other side no matter which side you're on in gross terms in in terms that scare us it triggers our own fears oh my gosh what's going to go on now and we want we want very much to work on these lower heart consciousness things we want to work on the animal nature that's still around the belief systems attached with it. We want to work on all these things and there's just so much to work on that, um, we're, you know, we'll be handling or doing a different thing each week. Now I don't have much more time. I've only got 20 minutes. So, but I'm going to be doing a healing in any case, uh, even though it's short, but I'm only going to address maybe one thing. Um, I don't know. I'm exhausted just with what I've done and been rushing through. And I hope people picked up on it. Okay. And understood it. Okay. If you have questions, I really encourage you to send me an email info at Janet or Janet at higher self voice.com. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of emails you can send stuff to. And if you have my personal email already because you're a client or you attend uh, my meetup group, please use my personal email. That one is for sure. But questions are bound to be rampant. And I encourage everyone to let me know of their questions. What was confusing? So I can address it next week. We will be moving forward each week, but there will be time to answer questions. And I do always answer those emails. It might take me a day or two sometimes because, There's a lot that goes on and uh, I am on the computer answering emails a lot every day, so sometimes I just have to uh, wait for the next day, but it doesn't mean it isn't important at all. Okay. So, I want everyone to again quiet the mind, to again bring in that focus of attention. Please activate the pure soul essence and I immediately see Mariah's uh, moving in, and Joan. It's as if they are right in the center of the symbolic circle that I have each uh, each week that I do the healing, the symbolic uh, um, circumference of the wheel, where we're all equal, and again, it's just a huge amount of people, past, present, and future listeners, that come and rest in place here on the the circumference of the symbolic wheel. And right it's interesting because i'm now also in the center it's me um mariah and joan and so the three of us are oh and i'm seeing others come in paul the apostle paul is coming in he also has come in with uh joan has also reflected him he's come in nine times and he's here and i do see others but i'm not able to identify them so what we have and you're going to hear this next week because it was part of Mariah's first, very first time he came through, is that the those 5th Dimensionals in place with the Christ concept are here to help us and they, you know, Marias does explain it. they're here to help us because we have a big job. We now have to go out and to help humanities. You know, there are crises or perception of crisis all around the globe and we need to um, facilitate the moving out of the schism as much as we can and I do believe that's what they're going to work on today and that's exactly, I'm getting the okay on that okay, I'm getting yeah so so now we're all in place I want everyone to focus on the pure soul essence light and the the light of the of Marias, the one that carried the Christ concept it is the brightest It's not because he's any more special than any one of us. I noticed it from the beginning when he started working with me after the election, when, because I worked with him. In fact, the human side of him, the Jesus part of him, uh, is still carrying, even though the fifth dimensional side of him does not carry anything, some regret. And I've worked on him with, with his discouragement at the, Where the planet is in its movement right now, there is some self-blame there, and he and I have worked together three times now to help with that. But every time I would activate the pure soul essence, his light was blinding, Uh, and he explained to me it's simply because he has been—he carries the Christ concept. He did on this planet, and he's been working with that pure soul essence energy for the last 2,000 plus years. And he is, um, so he's the fifth dimensional part of himself is just right there. Whereas I'm still carrying my perceptions of my pure soul essence light, my perceptions of other lights, um, my own tunnel vision, I guess. So in any case, his light is very bright. So is Jones. And then now I'm going to ask that we all intensify our pure soul essence light to be as bright and as brilliant as Joan and Marias, as they said, they're out of body. They don't have the density of the body to uh, cloud their focus. And it's just been, uh, yeah, okay. So now I'm seeing all of the light. All of us are matching the Marias and Joan's light. And Paul too, sorry, Paul. He's like, I'm getting an indication. Don't forget to mention him. But actually all of us are intensifying the light and it's really beautiful. It's really brilliant. And oh my gosh, it seems like it's almost the the awareness that we're carrying now, the awareness as a group of what's happening has enabled us to open even more to this light and accept the light that we're carrying now. And so we're able to utilize that light expand it and uh, bring it to to activate it to a much more even intense level okay all right so we are just standing in this beautiful huge beacon of light streaming out through the universe we are activating the true soul essence the higher self uh, the totality of who we are at the soul level we are One with the originating source of all there is. We're being moved into the center of that centeredness of the originating source. And we are standing as this gigantic beacon of light. And this group energy is going to give a lot of help. Now, uh, what I'm seeing now, it's almost as if I'm looking down on the planet. And symbolically, I am seeing kind of a... I, I want to see a symbol it's just really hard to describe of the digging in of the heels and of the energetic force that that digging in is releasing and I want us all to simply focus that light symbolically on the digging in of the heels to neutralize the fears that are part of it the the idea that they don't know how to handle it the stress the the doubt the Uh, the desire to go back to the way it was, you know, all of these things that uh, drive all of the digging into the heels of all the souls that are having a hard time with the intensity of the energy. And two weeks ago, I talked about how difficult it was for us because the energy is moving at exponential rates, getting faster and faster and more and more intense. And it's hard for everyone to move with the energy to assimilate it. And so the digging of the heels is, is not just from those who aren't carrying the dual soul nature. Okay, 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 okay. It's not just from those carrying the dual soul nature. There are fifth dimensionals in place that are not uh, moving in a place of consciousness. They're all over the globe that at the fourth dimensional level are also digging in the heels, and that is coming for perhaps some different reasons. I'm seeing fear of the destiny, fear of stepping forward. All of those kind of issues that I've talked about in past uh, past shows and, and past healings, the fear of the destiny from the fifth dimensionals here in place carrying the dual soul nature is very very large. It is one of the most important patterns that we have to work on, and I'm seeing that pattern coming into play very much with souls at the carrying the dual soul nature that are part of the resistance pattern. You cannot say and this is important the higher selves are indicating to me i need to say this you cannot look at one side of the polarity or the other and determine which or which isn't carrying uh, the dual soul nature you cannot determine a book by its cover keep in mind there are many fifth dimensionals on both sides we all carry that fourth dimensional facade human soul we all live in the free will kingdom we all have our own energetic baggage that we are dealing with and so the higher self wants to indicate that it isn't one polarity or the other that we need to say oh well they're a fifth dimensional and they aren't please no judgments like that it only locks us into holding on to one polarity or the other please do not do not go there so what the higher cells are indicating is that there are fifth dimensionals that are also digging in their heels this is interesting i did not get that piece before uh i thought of it on my own once but i didn't actually get it but the higher cells are indicating we need to neutralize all reasons known and unknown conscious and unconscious of people who want to do not want to move forward with the energy all the fears all the doubts, all the stress, all the anger, all the hatred, all the things that are being triggered, all the animalistic nature where uh, elements of animals that don't do well in new environments. You know, there are many animals where their environment is taken away. They don't survive. The animals that survive are the ones that can deal with change. So this is part of of the animalistic nature, the difficulty with change. So we want to neutralize the part of the schism that's coming, part of the resistance that is coming from the element of the animal nature that is hard to adjust, hard to uh, hard to deal with change, the fear of change, the fear of the unknown. Okay, the higher selves are reminding me of a... Uh, analogy i've given where our process of our journey is as if we're going up a pathway up a mountain and at some point we come to some part of the mountain that we just love the the weather is beautiful there the views are beautiful the air is beautiful it's 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 just so we can resonate with this space on the mountain and what do we do we build a house there but our journey is to continue to move up the mountain And over time, the house, we love it there at first. But over time, as the energies work and help to move us from one energetic, evolutionary energetic place, one frequency to a higher one, the house becomes more like a prison. And so the higher south are indicating that there's these people who are digging their heels that want to build their house. In the past in the house and what it was before and they don't know yet it's a prison they think it's a it's going to you know save there's going to be it's going to save them in some way it's going to make everything right like i said if you are afraid of something and you want to get rid of your fear you you attack the thing that you're afraid of you blame the thing you're afraid of instead of dealing with the fear so we want to we want to neutralize this kind of thing too the the intention the um the focus on building a house somewhere for whatever reason and each individual each part of the digging into the heels is going to have a different house different reasons why that place feels good to them remember it's 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 a conglomerate of individuals and each individual is going to have their own reason, their own things that have been triggered from that lower heart consciousness arena. So we want known and unknown we want to go in there and send the light. So you can symbolically see the light as moving into this the, the symbolic homes that people are trying to stay in, trying to build, trying to Um, return to whatever the term is you might want to use and we want to just neutralize as many of those homes and the beliefs behind them whatever were the reasons that these individuals known and unknown have for for doing that and simultaneously we're not only trying to neutralize the reasons behind the schism the reason why people are digging in their feet their heels we also want to neutralize the effect the ripple effect of the process of digging in the heels and i'm seeing literally like schisms of energy crazy energy moving out from the the line of digging in the sand it's almost like you know digging you know digging in a line in a battle where you're just you've dug a trench and you're behind this protected line and it's that's what I'm seeing, but energetically, there is, you know, the the energy keeps flowing, and so it's flowing through this line that so many have built. That we we want to um, we want to neutralize these ripple effects. So uh, I want to see what the higher self, how to do that. Well, first of all, the higher selves want us to understand that part a major part of the ripple effect is that the the belief systems of thoughts the emotional issues that are at play here are moving into the astral and so we want to move we want to move the light consciously it's already been going in there but we want to consciously move the the our this huge amount of light that we're carrying into the astral to neutralize all of the reasoning the rationale. The misunderstandings, the misconceptions, the misinterpretations, the fears, the uh, beliefs, the disbelief, the doubts, the upsets, the stress, all of that stuff we want to neutralize as much as possible as that has has moved into the astral and also what's already in the astral that it would be attracted to because, as you know, it it moves to... um, become one with what it's like. So we want to neutralize the totality of the astral. And I'm seeing the energy just flowing into the astral. It's being directed by those astral workers that I've talked about. They're fifth dimensional, carrying the dual soul nature. They are in place in the astral. They're directing the beautiful light that we're sending in. We want to activate also the higher heart consciousness energy to bring that in. We did that two weeks ago. Um, We want to also we want to infuse into the astral the desire to move into higher heart consciousness, the desire for balance, the desire for healing, the desire for understanding, very, very important. i am seeing the image changing quite a bit the i, I you know i'm just sort of surprised that i'm thinking that the the higher selves and the fifth dimensionals the astro workers are really doing a lot here we're presenting them the energy we don't have to understand every little thing but i am seeing a very big change in the dynamic in the that and when i've seen the digging in the of the heels the thing of digging in like behind a battle on a battlefield um it's really changing and the energies on the other side are really smoothing out it's much more gentle much more flowy uh the the trench that was that i saw dug in from the healing it's like somebody actually used shovels and dug a trench and just jumped right in the trench (laughs) that is the trench itself is becoming more shallow it's not really a trench at all we're still behind some sort of barrier there's still resistance here I want the the light and the energy to move into this barrier, symbolic barrier, whatever it is, known and unknown, that is holding that barrier in place. And I'm feeling that clarity, divine clarity, divine understanding, divine solutions, divine uh, uh, communication, divine acceptance, divine love. Now, this is of ourselves at the same time. Of others I am working on the schism that is the focus since I didn't have much time and I've got just a few more minutes three minutes so I have to wind this down but I am seeing the barrier itself begin to sh- to shrink uh, this this is good news for the schism it doesn't mean that tomorrow that everything is going to go away but for what we we wanted to get done today we've done a lot because we are a group we carry a tremendous amount of energy um, Marius is indicating to me he will be present next week uh, next week uh, he will of course continue to help me get the focus of attention as will Joan and my own higher selves. It's, it's becoming almost a conglomerate now conglomerate conversation and uh, it, it, it's showing me that I too am moving in my own expansion it's really good I will um, continue to, to process and to bring to you all as best I can what's going on and of course we will do these massive healings again we just touched on something today but it had a really good effect i'm getting a a cheer from the astral workers it's like just this little bit that we did was just huge remember that that the billions of humanities on the planet are reinforcing the astral at moment to moment to moment because it's the thoughts of the humanities from the beginning of time from the first humanities on the planet and at every moment so the the energy that we we use to neutralize this stuff is really great but we have to keep going we have to do it and we do have to work on individuals and Uh, ourselves included and there's way more to do so that's what we could do for today and i want to thank everyone i will see you next week i'll talk to you next week i love you all and thank you for hanging in and um wow i'm pretty exhausted be sure again to email me you have any questions janet at janetrichmond.com or janet at higher self voice.com If you have my personal email, you can certainly use that. And I just thank you, all of you. Okay. Until next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.